Hey, Life Group Leaders. Welcome to the Life Group Leaders podcast for week two of the series 24-6. I'm your host, Pastor Roy, Community Life Pastor at Evangel. I hope that your first group meeting went well. The message by President Kim of the University of Valley Forge was so good. I know that some wondered how the passage he spoke from, Romans 8, 28-39, fit into the topic of rest, but by the end of the sermon, I think it was pretty clear. Jesus is our Sabbath rest, and when we trust in him, he walks us through walks with us through all of the difficult times in our lives and gives us that rest. This week, Pastor Chris will continue on the subject of rest, and I'm sure that we will be blessed by the word that the Lord is inspiring him to bring to us on Sunday. So let's take a look at this week's study guide. The icebreaker question this week is, what is the longest week in hours that you have ever worked? How did it affect you? When I thought about this for myself, I couldn't really pinpoint a week, but I recalled a day when I was working on the set of a play that I was a part of the cast for. The play was The Miracle Worker, and it was being done in Queens, New York, in a building that had once been a courthouse. There was no stage in that former courtroom, so we had to first build a stage before working on what was a multi-level set. It was a lot of work. We started in the morning of one day and worked straight through to the following afternoon, more than 24 hours. It was in the process of building that set that I first began to drink coffee. In your group, don't spend too much time on this icebreaker, maybe five to ten minutes, but look to get as many people talking as possible, particularly those who tend to be the quiet ones in your group. After you've done the icebreaker, move into the reflecting on the sermon portion of the guide. There are three questions here designed to get the group thinking about what they heard in the sermon and what really stood out to them. I know that Pastor Chris is going to be talking about Chick-fil-A, so I'm sure this section will generate a good amount of discussion. The questions here are, how did the sermon speak to you about the idea of rest? Was there anything in the sermon that surprised you or challenged you? And if so, what? And what is the Holy Spirit prompting you to apply in your life, and how will you apply it? The next section, Digging Deeper, takes a look at some of the scriptures that Pastor Chris will refer to in his message, along with some other related scriptures. There are three sets of questions here. The first set of questions is centered around Genesis chapter 2, verses 1 to 3, and Deuteronomy chapter 5, verses 12 to 15. Ask a couple of group members to read those passages. The need for rest was established by God and modeled by Him in the very beginning of the Bible. After spending six days creating the earth and its inhabitants, God rested on the seventh day. Following the exodus from Egypt, God made rest a part of the covenant between Him and the people of Israel. 
In fact, the fourth commandment, which commands the Sabbath rest, is actually the longest of the ten. There are three questions here. The first is, we know that rest is important for physical reasons. What are some other reasons for the importance of rest? What we're looking for here is for people to think about rest as being more than just physical rest, the rest that is needed for us to be healthy. Rest is important for the body. It is also important for the mind and the soul. As I looked at this question, I thought of the importance of rest as it applies to the purpose that all of us share as followers of Christ, the Great Commission. For us to be effective in carrying out the Great Commission, for us to be effective disciple-makers, we need to be physically healthy and strong. But we also need to be clear in thought and speech. We need to be spiritually healthy. And we can only be strong in body, mind, and spirit when we experience true rest, the rest that God wants us to have. The next question is, why do you think the fourth commandment is the longest of the Ten Commandments? This is a question designed to get people thinking, and it will probably generate different thoughts in, in different people. I think that God wanted us to see that he considered rest to be of great importance for us. As people share their thoughts, be sure to encourage and not to judge, even if you don't agree with their answers. <clears throat> the final question here begins with the statement, when we look at how busy we allow our lives to be, it seems that while the other nine commandments are rules meant to be followed, the fourth commandment is perceived as more of a guideline. It then asks, do you agree? Explain your answer. There is no right or wrong answer here. We are asking for people's opinions on this. If there is a disagreement over the opinions offered, be sure that, as the leader, you do not allow it to become antagonistic in any way. As I reflect on this question, I think that our way of thinking has, to a great degree, been influenced by society. We live in a fast-paced, busy, 24-7 world in which hard work is rewarded and rest can sometimes be looked on as laziness. That way of thinking has, to a large degree, even infiltrated the church. We think we need to be constantly busy doing the Lord's work, and we don't give enough thought to the idea of rest. Some may look at this question and think, well, if I break the other commandments, I'm doing harm to others. But if I don't rest, I'm only hurting myself. Sometimes we forget that God would not have commanded rest if it was not important. The next set of questions is based on Exodus chapter 1, verses 6 to 14, and Exodus chapter 6, verses 1 to 8. During the time in which they were enslaved in Egypt, the people of Israel were worked hard with no rest. When they were brought out of Egypt, they were given God's promise of rest in the land he had promised Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. The question here reflects on our story 
as followers of Christ. It says, how does the story of the Israelites parallel our lives as followers of Jesus Christ? What is the rest that we are promised and how can we receive that rest? The Israelites were in bondage in Egypt where they had no rest. Through Moses, God delivered them from that bondage and led them to the promised land, a place where they would experience his rest. We were in bondage to the sin that enslaved us, keeping us from experiencing the spiritual rest that Jesus offers. But when we made the decision to follow Jesus as Savior, we were set free from that sin so that we can enter into the Sabbath rest that he gives. We experience that rest now, but will fully enter into it when we enter into eternal life with him. The last set of questions is based on Leviticus chapter 25, verses 1 to 7, and verses 20 to 23, and Leviticus 26, verses 27 to 35. In those passages, we learn that God commanded the people of Israel to observe a Sabbath year of rest for the land every seventh year. He promised abundance in the sixth year that would last beyond the seventh. Yet, as we read in Leviticus 26.35, the Israelites neglected this command. The questions here read, what was the result of the Israelites' neglect of the Sabbath year of rest? How can we apply this to our lives? In these passages from Leviticus, we learn that the result of Israel's neglect of the Sabbath year was that they ended up in captivity, taken away from the land in which they lived. And while they were in captivity, the land received all of the rest that the Israelites had not given it. In 2 Chronicles chapter 36, verses 19 to 21, God's word indicates that the land lay desolate for 70 years. That would suggest that the Israelites had neglected the command for a Sabbath year for the land for 490 years. If we neglect to take the Sabbath rest that God wants for us, it will accumulate. Think about this from a physical standpoint. If you were to neglect sleep for a month, your body would break down and likely not recuperate until it had received all of the rest it had been denied. There may very well come a point in our lives where unless we take that accumulated Sabbath rest that God wants for us, we will not feel spiritually refreshed. Well, that brings us to the end of this week's study guide. Before I pray, I'd like to recommend a book that I just started reading on the subject of rest by Robert Morris of Gateway Church in Texas. It's called Take the Day Off. I think it will bless you. Let's pray. Father God, I thank you for these leaders whom you have appointed for this time at Evangel Church to lead the life groups of the church. I pray that you will give them all that they need to be effective leaders. Most of all, I pray that you will help them to see the importance of rest in their lives and that you will help them to find that rest and be refreshed spiritually and physically. 
I pray that you will bless their groups this week and that they will receive all that you have for them through this series that we are working through. I pray all of this in the name of your Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Have a great time in groups this week. God bless you as you meet.